Welcome to Whoops. 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 Whoops of the week. My whoops, my whoops. Hello and welcome to Whoops. Welcome to Whoops. <laughs> perfect. That was a perfect landing. We stuck it. We went with it. Welcome to Whoops, a podcast about mistakes. I'm Holly Perkins. I'm Mary J. Berger. How's it going, Mary J.? Oh, pretty good. I'm still at my parents' house, you know, hiding from my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> the terror. Um. <laughs> so, but it's good. I mean, my cat's here. I like my mom and my dad. I like my brother. Yeah, that's oh, great. Sorry, I had to take a drink. A good situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I pretty much, you know, I miss you. I miss my friends, but... For the most part, it's not the worst quarantine that, you know, could be. No, I'm the same way. I'm like, I miss my routine, but it's nice to just have a break. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like kind of like hitting the reset button. But I had a really frustrating day today. It's really weird because, like, I'm not working right now. And it still feels like Mondays are Mondays. Yeah. You know? Um, do you have any things that you feel like are whoops of the week for you? <laughs> I feel like it's like hard to make mistakes in a quarantine, but I know it's like, I mean, I don't know. I'm watching like, I'm, I've been watching a lot of TV. I guess that's like, I feel like that's a mistake. Cause I'm like, you should be going outside. You should be doing this. But I watch so much TV. Yeah. And, um, I was watching the Irishman today. I'm not finished with it, but oh, yeah. have you seen it? I, I have seen it. Yeah. I don't think it's bad, but I don't love it. I don't know what it's trying to do. To me, it was like a separate, like two separate movies, kind of. Okay. And I'm interested to see, I don't want to like give anything away, but it was like. I already read the whole description of it on. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Okay. I forget that you and I are the only two people (laughs) on the planet who do that. (laughs) It's just like when he meets the Al Pacino guy it's, yeah. it's just like well now we're in a new movie and he has a different wife and he has a different wife and it's, yeah it's, now it's different and i already like hadn't really learned what his wife looked like so when he switched i keep being like is what wife is that <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't i liked it um i saw it at um the belcourt theater in nashville like they did like a special showing of it Sorry, my cat is meowing at the door. Oh, sweet kitty. Oh, it's a full cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a big cat now. Yeah. He just wants the door open. That's the thing. Is like, he doesn't want to come in, but he doesn't want the door closed. Yeah. So, somebody told me something about, like, cats have no, like... My brother told me this. He was like, cats have no, like, object permanence or something. And so, like... They don't remember what's behind a door. And so when you shut a door, they're like, what the fuck is behind there? That's <laughs> Cats are the weirdest. I, I love them. Though. I mean, I love your cat. I don't love cats. Um, but I do love our guest this week. She is such a, she's a wonderful comedian. She's so funny. She's so fun. She is just truly such a talent. Um, a comedian based out of Atlanta. She has a hilarious podcast called Cheaties that is pretty new and it's really funny. Um, it's about people who are cheaters or have gotten cheated on about cheating in relationships. And um, yours truly is soon to be a guest on that one too. So uh, listen for that. But please enjoy Catherine Blanford. We're going to give her a call. Okay, hello. Hey, hey, Holly. Oh, oh, Mary J, you still here? Hello. Is that Mary J? Yes. Yes. Hello. Mary J, what are you doing? Oh, not much. I'm sitting on my bed, just chilling at my parents' house. Oh, I, you. So I guess school's out. So, so you're done, right? Yeah, they're probably gonna close it for the rest of the year. I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would think. So, I'm, yeah, I'm out. And so I went to my parents' house, which has been nice. They always have food, which I like. I love food. Yeah. It's just a great... Yeah, it's just a great... I'm like, oh, I'm hungry, and I don't have to spend money. This is wonderful. Do you have to pay rent on your place? Yeah, so I'm going to go back soon. I can't avoid my roommate forever, but... You should can't. 
<laughs> uh, right now, I'm just staying here. Okay, good. Love to hear that. Uh, what's your status, Holly? This is my podcast now. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Um, I am currently staying at my house and my boyfriend's house, kind of going back and forth because we live very close to each other. Um, okay, so, so yeah, just, just doing that. Um, I am furloughed from my job, so I probably won't go back to work until July. Holy camoly. I know. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. What about you? Are you, what, well, what's your status? You know, I'm up in limbo too. I, so I nanny during the day yeah for family they have three kids so like i took a week off like when it all happened and then i went back for two weeks and then they had spring break this past week and uh i so didn't go and then the mom was like are you social distancing and i was like yeah and i told her i had a picnic with my boyfriend's family but we were all like six feet apart and she was like uh we're gonna have to reevaluate some things (laughs) So, oh no! I know. I was like, we were so kind of apart. Um, that sucks. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be going back or not. I think it's day to day. Oh man, how long have you been nannying for that family? Five years. Oh my oh, god! Wow. <laughs> I know. So Jesus. I I mean I will be fine if. I, I was kind of saving up, so I'll be okay. Yeah. If I don't, I don't, because see, I, I have no idea. Like, they're still working from home, both of them. They still have jobs. Yeah. Uh, I feel like but, they're going to need you, especially having you for five years. I know, but I'm like, I think they're worried that I'm not social distancing enough. Yeah, they're like, oh. what do you think that's But it's also like. If somebody in the house did get it, they wouldn't be able to, like, trace it back to you, you know? Were they not? I think I think that I would be the number one suspect. <laughs> yeah, Are I you think the they only would, one coming I in and out of the house? I think they would blame you, but yeah. I don't think that they would oh. know. I know, which is, like, pressure for me, but I really haven't done anything. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll see. Yeah. I'll be fine either way. Are you... At your boyfriend's house? Or are you at your house, or what's um, I'm, so yeah, I go back and forth between yeah. me and yeah. the Nabu too. Yeah. So, uh, you listen. We just we got we got a frisbee. We're playing tonight. Huge plans. Ooh. Oh, that's it, nice. It's it, good weather. It glows in the dark. Don't worry. Oh, it glows. Don't worry. In the dark. I, was, I was. I was worried. We were terribly. Yeah, worried. Don't worry. When do you think comedy shows will go back to normal? God, I don't know. I think it'll either be like the fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I can't wait. I know. I hope that things go back to normal. Like, I feel like the first couple days or like the first movie week or two, like people were just like, oh, I'm going to write so much new material and this and that. And then now it's like, yeah, I wrote a bunch of stuff. I don't know if it's good. I haven't said it to anybody else. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I keep getting asked on these shows and I'm like, but I... First of all, I don't want to do my same old, same old material, but I don't know if this stuff is good, and I don't, I, I called it this, like, and I can't tell if it's good, because you get on these shows where it's a bunch of other comedians, and like, everybody listen and laugh and support, because this is your only audience, so you get a bunch of people who are laughing at, like, like, how you laugh when your uncle tells a joke, you know, you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, so it's a bunch of that, and you're like, well, I don't even know if that's good, and so you're just out there just just trying stuff and yeah you know it's like you don't really get good like genuine feedback right and then you start and then i keep being like well what's the point of writing then (laughs) what's the point of doing anything for real (sighs) yeah i mean i took a i took a face mask off on instagram today like what are we doing (laughs) I was like, you guys want to watch me peel this off my face? All right, here I go. I love love how much how Instagram has, like, my feed has just changed, where it truly is that, where people are just like, guys, this is my only interaction today, so. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's gone from, like, extreme posts to just, you know, day-to-day activities, and it's, and for me, it's so much more interesting. 
Oh yeah, it is. It was so interesting. It's also really interesting to see how people are kind of devolving. Like people are just like, it started out with. I don't know. I saw like a lot of women on my feed being like, "This is a time for self discovery and going into your inner self and exploring what you yes. your wants." And now those women are just like. Uh, I'm going to be dancing in my bra on IG Live at 3 p.m. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Screw that. Like, they're just like, whatever. Now I'm just going back to my natural form. They're like, I haven't yeah. shaved or showered in four days. <laughs> I mean, for, like, you, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that self-discovery, all that meditation and stuff. Remember you were doing that when you had a job and you had something else to do? Yeah. It's like, I think I'm great now that I don't have to interact with anybody but somebody that loves me. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, the only person that I'm interacting with likes me more than he likes anybody else. So I think that that's kind of skewing that's my funny. view of myself. <laughs> no more self-discovery for me. I've done it. I'm the best I can be. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, no. but uh, yes. I'm, I'm my full form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, I'm, I've learned, I always was like, I always said, I was like, I'm like an extrovert and an introvert. Like I really love my alone time to write, but like, you know, I love talking to people after this. I'm like, dude, I'm such an extrovert. Yeah. I can't four hours of in by myself in my house and I've, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's the point of life? Like I, I I'm so bad about being by myself. Really? I love being alone. Uh, are you thriving right now? <laughs> I feel like I'm thriving. Yeah, I, I feel like you alone. honestly I mean, I'm not kind doing of are. anything. Like, I'm just watching TV, but I love it. I, I don't watch TV. That's my problem. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, huge that's problem smart, right now. What that's are you a doing? good thing. <laughs> now I'm so bored. Yeah. Watch something. Watch television. <laughs> I've been trying to write a pilot, and I and I... It's been a blank page for two, two weeks now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I started, I was like, oh, I wanted to work on this script. I'm going to work on this character outline. I'm going to work on this script. Yes. And then I started writing it, and I literally typed, I think this may be bullshit, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> it is so terrifying writing one of those. Yeah. Oh, I was just yeah. like, I'm going to, and maybe I will do it. I don't know. I'm not going back to work for a while. So, you know, we'll yeah. see. But You got the time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Say I won't. Yeah, tell me, tell me I won't. I keep seeing all the things that are like, this is a pandemic, it's not a productivity contest. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of true, but also some people will have done great things when this is over, and some people that's won't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like some people are creating masterpieces. We, when, oh, when this all started, I kept seeing that, like, quote or whatever that was like, Shakespeare wrote this during the plague no clue if that timeline lines up but yeah right and i'm like yeah but shakespeare also didn't have tv and yeah the internet to compare himself with right he didn't have the internet he didn't have a car he didn't I'm like, so gonna die. you know I all i'm you. saying is okay. he was better off yeah exactly um but you know good. we are making it all doing good yes Okay, but speaking of not doing good, do you do you have any stories of mistakes or whoops or anything that you would like to share with us about a time in your life that you made a mistake or a story of an error or a whoops? Okay, I thought of my two. Perfect. One does have one does revolve around dating. Uh, this one was just. Uh, this was so funny. I just and it was, it was totally my fault. I. So I was nannying for this family. It was when um, I started when they had one kid. She was nine months old. And she grew up, she grew up, and then, and then they had a second baby. And so, the mom, like, I was there when she was home on maternity leave. Um, and she she was with the baby the whole time. And then she's a great mom. But she had to go back. She works full time. So she um, went back to work. And I guess the baby, like, when she went back to work, that baby was like, who are you? I have no idea who you are. Yeah. Uh, you. And he was very upset. So he like cried all the time. Like I couldn't get this baby to take a bottle. So it was just like nine, 
10 hours a day of this baby straight up crying, like spinning up his bottle. I couldn't figure out what to do. I am good with kids, but I, I do not have a motherly instinct. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really good at playing ball with him in the backyard. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like soothing a baby to sleep, you it's like a foreign language to me. Like, I, it's not in my bones to be able to do that. Oh, wow. So I was and nanny is what with. you've chosen as a profession. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I, I fell into that. Like, I was like, it was like, I'll do this for six months. And I was like, okay, I'll do it for a year. Yeah. And then it's such good money. It's great money. Well, then when the kids get older, it's so fun. But yeah. like baby yeah. babies, not my forte. Right. I can't. I'm like, that is, that is a fragile being that I'm due yeah. to not get within six feet of. Um, coronavirus all day with babies for right. forever. Right, right. So this, so she, she got, got back to work and this baby is crying, crying. And I, like, this is like probably a week into it. And I've just absolutely lost it. Like, I can't figure out. And so <laughs> their house is really cute. But they, when I started, they had this one camera in the kitchen, like underneath the TV. They're like, we don't use this. Uh, it's just for if we're traveling and we want to make sure the house is okay or whatever. Let me just tell you, if you're working somewhere and they have a camera and they say they don't use it, they use they're, it. Watch, they're watching you. Oh, that um, is so terrifying. I was holding that baby, trying to, like, rock him to sleep, and I, like, was on my wits end. But let me just tell you, I didn't know, the mom actually told me this. Did you know, and it's like a survival instinct in most animals, that if you hear a baby in your same species, if you hear the cry of a baby, it sets off, like, insane stress signals in your brain. Really? Which is just, yeah. I guess, a way... So even, like, if, a, like, a like a mom bear hears a cry of a little cub, like, like essentially your brain's like, go help that baby, go help that baby, which is, makes sense because it's, like, helps you yeah, keep, surviving. you know, your own species alive or whatever. But they, like, they use it as a torture device. Like, in Guantanamo Bay, they would keep guys in a room and just play the sound of a baby crying. Oh, my God. Because it just is naturally in a human brain. It, it just, like, makes your, you know, with it just, that sound just sends off alerts in your brain that are like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, I was very stressed out. So, this baby's crying, just spinning up. So, this little two-year-old girl staring at me, and I have this baby, and I'm like, Patting him, like bouncing him, and I just can I cuss? Am I allowed to cuss? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was singing the most X rated lullaby. And I was like, please shut the fuck up. You're fucking driving me insane. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, it was, uh, it was horrible. And of course, the mom had turned on the camera from work and is watching me cuss out her sweet baby in front of her other child. Um, so she came home and she was like, so, uh, she was like, are you hurting my kids? What? <laughs> like, no. It was really awkward. It was really bad. How did uh, you find out that she had been filming? I feel like that's gotta be illegal. Uh, she just came home and told me. She was like, hey, I saw the cam. Yeah. I told you that we didn't use it. Oh, wow. It's a lie. No explanation at all. No, I mean, what are you going to say at that point? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, do- I'm still with the family, so clearly, like, I wasn't doing, I was just cussing him out. Um, but, and, like, within two days, I went back to work, and there was a camera in every single room of the house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. my God. Yeah, it still is to this day. Um, oh, my God, fun. that, I couldn't do that. Like, I would have to quit the job. Yeah. I mean, I think now, like, I, it made me nervous at first, but then after a while, I was like, okay, look, I'm taking care of your kids, like, I'm, I'm gonna discipline them the way, you know, like, I, like, it's only, like, you know, go to your room, time out kind of thing, uh, yeah. but at first, you, you're, like, terrified, you're like, I don't want to talk to their kid if they're watching me do that. Right. Um. Oh, my but God. But after a while, you're like, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be able to nanny without doing this, so... Oh my god! Um, but it was like true. Like I, you, I never felt like a more awful human being than when she just walked through the door and she was like, "So I've been watching you." <laughs> yeah. How did she how, t- like t- break down that conversation for me? 
she essentially she was like I was just I like was missing my kids and I was feeling like that mom guilt of going back to work so she just turned on the camera to see to look at them and she just want, was expecting a sweet little image of her sweet children being snuggled and instead <laughs> <laughs> she got this monster oh my god um, yeah I should I don't know I mean you know, honestly, what I think now, I'm like, well, it's an it was it was gonna be inevitable. Like I was gonna do something on camera that you weren't gonna be comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Kid working with kids, I'm sure, you, like y'all both know, is such a weird profession to have because if yeah. Like I, like, I remember, like, even through this, I, I remember, like, my boyfriend would be like, well, just send them this email. And I'm like, that's too businessy. You can't talk to somebody like that about their kids. Uh, it's very delicate. Yeah, it is very weird. And it's just weird, too. Like, it's it's a very strange, like, we want you to be, you, you take care of our child. It's the most important responsibility of all. But, like, we're also going to treat you kind of like your poor white trash when we're around our rich yes. friends. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't, I don't like being around, like, I don't like being the nanny around friends. Like, yeah. They're adult friends. Yeah. No. It's, like, it's, it's such a quick reminder about, Oh, where you are in this dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Where you are. Yeah, that's uh, just very... Even, I mean, like, the family I nanny for, too, like, they're... Fa- I love them. I love, 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 love them. I do think, like, I do feel like a part of their family. But, and it's not even stuff that they even remotely do or say. It's, like, it ne- like... They, they never have done anything intentional, but yeah. whenever friends or something comes around, and, and, the, and I'm like, I'm the nanny, and you you just feel small. I And also, yeah. like, uh, I think a big difference in, is, like, you're like a hot nanny. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is like, true. I mean, I'm not like, like, sure, I'm beautiful, I love myself, but like, I don't, like, you're like a hot model nanny. Like I would never like I the family that I worked for would never hire you because you're way too good well, looking. I, like, but I don't. Like, I mean, the mom my nanny for said that. But one, she's amazing. Two, she she like that. It, it even feels weird even saying it right now. Like, that, well, I don't like, mean like I think that you would ever do it. Like, I just mean like, do you feel like people have that kind of? Nobody ever treated me like, that's your nanny. They were always just like, oh, yeah, that's your nanny. Of course it is. But I feel like when you would, like, meet their friends and family and stuff, they'd probably be like, you hired that to watch your kids? (laughs) Yeah, people will say that, and I'm like, well, if you met the mom, you would get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she's, like, she's, like, badass. She runs a company on herself, and I'm like, well... That's all great. right, I'm, I'm a queen. <laughs> to you. But, um, okay, do you want to... My other one is not not nanny-related at all. Yes, we want to hear that one as well. <laughs> this one is uh, Derby, Kentucky Derby-themed. Nice. nice. I love it. Um, none of these stories are very long. That's okay. This one is just... Okay, so, so I'm from Louisville, so I've... I would go to the Derby, like, every year. This is how, this is, so, there's, like, two parts of Derby. So, there's the Derby that you, um, like, go into the box seats, and, you know, you wear your big hats, and you drink your mint juleps, and it's all fancy smancy, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And then there's infield Derby, which might as well be the infield, at, like, Indy, the NASCAR. Okay. I don't, I don't know crap about NASCAR. But it is so redneck. I mean, literally, you can just walk in there with your, like, cut-off jean shorts and a cut-off shirt. Like, it's, I did it, not. It, oh, it is a party. But also, you know, everybody from the box seats will come down there, too. My first time my parents let me go to Derby by myself it was an infield ticket. I was a sophomore in college, or high school. Probably, I was, what, 15? I walked in there. Um, probably, I mean, I was probably chugging whiskey from a water bottle um like 15 year olds do uh and i see all these like men in suits surrounding this they were like throwing cash down on the ground 
I was like, what's going on? And I walked closer, and my 15-year-old eyes for the first time saw these giant fake tits on these women that were in nice derby dresses and in hats who had taken their dresses and pulled them down so their tits were out, diving into a, a puddle of mud and what? like were grabbing cash that these men were throwing at them. Oh, my God. That is the infield of derby. So, so I... I'd grown, like I'm like I'm always like what's the point of going to Derby and going to sit in the boxes like the infield is 10 times more fun yeah uh yeah wow, now I'm interested in going to the derby. oh my god it's so fun and like the infield too that like boxes right you'd spend you know thousands on infield it's like a $35 ticket I don't think it's ever gone up oh my god that's amazing yeah it's yeah it's the place to be so, and they have, like, concerts in there, like, it's, it's, oh, my God, it's so fun. So, I remember, so, I was a freshman in college, I went to South Carolina, and my roommate, my, she, we were, like, best friends, still are, and, uh, she, she was from Charlotte, North Carolina, and she was, like, I want to go to the Derby, so I was, like, okay, I'll take you home, and I showed her a bunch of pictures and whatever, and, it, of course, like, it's always springtime, so it's always raining, so we were wearing these, like, ridiculous cowboy boots and you never dress that nicely if you're going to the infield because you're going to get wet you're going to get muddy um and i showed her these these videos of these people that used to do this at the derby it was called have you ever heard of porta potty racing porta potty racing so this is i don't i think they used to do it other places like again nascar stuff but essentially so you have your porta potties and they're all in a line right yeah so somebody hoists you up on the the first one in the line and you're supposed to run across the porta potties, and while you're doing that, people are throwing like beer cans at you, trying to knock you down. It's like you're a player in a video game. Oh my god! So you're on top of wow. the porta potties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd never done it, but I'd always. It was a dream of mine, obviously. Any child growing up in Kentucky, that's why know, would it be? That that's your that's your that's your Oscars. You, you want to do that. Uh, so I, so we went and I was like telling her all about it. So we go, um, get there, use a drinking, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, like, it was like the, the sea had parted. Women fills with people and all of a sudden I just see this line of porta parties and I'm like, Lydia, this is our moment to shine. We're going to do it. Oh my God. So I get up there first. I have like a sundress on. I'm sure everybody can see my granny panties from the angle. And it's so much harder than you think. Like the, the roof's kind of like dent in if you if you step on them. And I'm running across. I'm dodging bottles of beer, glass bottles of beer that are being thrown at me. And I get to the end and I, and I like, so you can see the whole crowd, right? And I'm like standing up to like dance a little bit on all my glory. Everyone's cheering. Ah, I felt like I was Kid Rock. And <laughs> I can see these two police officers like weaving their way through towards the porta potties, and I was like, "Uh, my time to go," because it's very illegal. Um, so I hop down and I look up and I see Lydia like up there like dancing, twerking, right? Oh no! I forgot to tell her like definitely jump down and blend into the crowd and hide from the police afterwards. <laughs> So I'm like, so I go and I like run into the crowd and I hide and I look back and they're just standing there waiting for her to get down. And she's like, well, I'm just going to stay up here now. Oh, no. <laughs> right now. Um, they get a police officer up there to bring her down. And she's so drunk, too. I remember. And so I'm like trying for them not to see me. But but I'm like, I get close enough and I hear her. They're trying to arrest her, and she's, like, doing the Macarena with her hands. She's like, you can't catch my hands. You can't arrest me. And I remember her going, <laughs> I remember her going, officers, I'm a teen mom, and this is my first night out. You don't know what it's like to be a teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love that you that's say. her go-to. She's like, what, what What can give me sympathy? Oh, yes. I get if, the, if I tell them I have a baby. <laughs> I remember the whole time they were taking her to the drunk tank. She was like, but I'm a teen mom. Let me call my kids. Oh my God. Uh, and she went to jail. And I had to pick her up that night. Um, that was my entire story. I just pretty much 
got took her to her her parents trusted me to take her to the derby. Oh my and god! I convinced her to jump onto a quarter potty, race across a bit, dodge beer bottles, and then she got arrested. Was she like charged uh, with anything, or just like put, like thrown into the drunk tank? I, yeah, I think we like our family lawyer. <laughs> I had two brothers that were pretty reckless too, so we'd had a lawyer we've been calling for a while. <laughs> um, but we were like, we know a guy. We'll hook you up. Yeah. Um. And I remember on the way back from that trip, I, I think her parents were just like, okay, you're never going to Kentucky ever again. I'm, I'm on the way back. We, I followed my family's van, minivan, my mom's minivan, to uh, drive back and get all my stuff from my dorm. I was coming back home after freshman year for summer. And my friends had gone up to Derby, too. So they're like, we're going to drive back with you guys. It was raining on the highway. I'm such an idiot. And I remember they were like, well, let's race. And I tried to go as fast as them. Of course, I hydroplaned. The, the van did, like, two spins on the highway and slammed into the concrete wall. Oh, my we God. We all fell off. And she ended up having to go to the hospital for neck pain. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I wrecked this girl's world. Oh, my <laughs> God. so funny. But so now when you go to the infield at Derby, they have these those, like, bird spikes on top of the porter potties. <laughs> Oh my god. They're like, is that for birds? No, it's for drunk girls. It's for dumb, dumb drunk girls. Oh my uh, god. I'm so but truly Huh? <laughs> well, I just have a couple follow up questions about porta potty racing. No. <laughs> I can answer all of them. Okay, well, and I like I am. Dude, from- they're also they're on YouTube. If you Google like porta potty racing at Kentucky Derby, there's so many. Juicy oh my ones. god! Well, I will. I will be googling that. Part yes. of the the rich family that I nannied for, they were big equestrian people. They flew like private to the Derby every year. Like they were big. They met because like she was racing horses and he was like running on porter ponies yes <laughs> so so they and he, like so my view of the derby's always been like oh this like pretentious asshole thing where everybody races horses until they die and then like it's not oh yeah until the horses are slow and they shoot them right yeah so, yeah. so to hear that there's like a like a, it makes my Mississippi girl heart warm to know that there is like some redneck shit going on. Oh my Derby. god, the infield is so. a—it's it—it's like a no, it's like a kid rock concert. Like it is not what a dream, yeah. And but the best part about it is like you get your people in there like me that are just dressed for the occasion, and then you get the people that like were in the boxes, and they look onto the infield and like, well, screw this, this is more fun. And so they're just walking around with mud all over their, you know, thousand dollar dresses. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah. Do you announce uh, like, "Hey, I'm going for it," or do you just take off onto the porta potty and then people see well, you and start throwing how do you their? Get on. You so you got you do you have to get helped by very very uh, by gentlemen, aka strangers who probably put a hand up your butt. Yeah. While they hoist you up. On top of the porta potty, but yeah, you definitely need assistance. Okay, and then and the name of the game is to get across as fast as you can, and then get down, and then blend into the crowd. Right, so it's just like a quick blip, like "Ooh, I did it! Now I'm done." You don't see me. Yeah, well, you wanna, you definitely wanna like revel in the glory for a second, because yeah. what's the point of not? Like, right, like, Ooh, right. Look, I made it to the, end. I made it to the end without getting knocked out by a bottle. You know, um, but like, you know. Take your take a quick victory lap. Do a couple hand fists in the air, and then get down. Do people ever fall in. through the porta potty? I never heard a story of that, but I'm sure. I mean, there's this is probably going on for decades. Yeah, so yeah. Got people gotten hurt. Oh, that, that's why they made it illegal. I think people were like truly like they they throw bottles of beer at you. I think people were falling off the porta potties. Oh yeah, okay, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, again, uh, totally worth it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like a cultural experience. It really is. It's like running with the bulls, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know, like not safe. Like you gotta do it. 
Mary Jane, great. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like weird redneck things that you've done like that? <laughs> like, I'm thinking of all me? the th- yeah. Like, I just I don't know. I haven't seen no. that in Tennessee as much. <laughs> He's like, I'm better than all of you. Well, no. I just I like, just don't have like like my parents are not like outdoorsy like party people, and yeah. so I just never like got introduced to anything fun. I okay, I will tell you this, because we, we were always on farms and camping out and all that. Cow tipping is not possible, and cows will get pissed at you, and they will charge you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, you've, have you heard of the like, cow tipping when yeah. you sneak up on their Yeah, sleep? when they're asleep. It, it does not work. Yeah. I... Like, I've, I've never heard a cow tipping success story. I'm, yeah, I've never seen anybody tip a cow before. We used to have, um, there was like a cow, there was like a cow pasture next to my high school. And they used to do a thing, a fundraiser every year called Cow Patty Bingo. And what it was, <laughs> they would spray paint numbers onto the pasture. And if the cow shit on the number that you bought first, then you won the bingo. And you, you watched, then you, you won bingo? Yeah, like, you had to buy, it was like a raffle, so it was like, you bought in, and say you bought, like, four numbers or whatever for 50 bucks, and then, if the cow shit in the number, then you won, like, the raffle prize or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. And That's almost as bad as that, like, baby shower game where they melt the candy bar in the papers. Oh, that is so gross. I think that's vile. Like, but, but that's that's fake poop. We're talking about you really want a cow to shit on your number. Yeah. We're talking real shit. We're playing with real shit in this game. They're real cow shit. And somebody has to monitor that, you know? Yeah. They have to somebody be like, has to oh. just watch the cow to see when it poops yeah. and where. Yeah, yeah. The, is, it, the, is it like a circle they land on? Is like a number within a circle? Um, you know, I never really saw what it looked like. I just remember like our PTA president being like, "Cow Patty Bingo next Thursday." Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's something you see in a in a movie. I know, and it's so weird because I wasn't in like a like a podunk little town, like. I was just, uh, I was in the suburbs of the capital city. Like, it wasn't like, I mean, you know, I, I lived in, in a pretty nice area. Like, I yeah. wasn't in, like, we we never considered ourselves to be the redneck school. You know, like, there were a few schools in the area that we were like, oh, that's where the rednecks go. But we were and not. And Cal Patty Bingo said otherwise. Yeah. Cal Patty Bingo was, was telling us, mm, I think, yes, you are. Yes, yeah. I think you guys are thinking a little highly of yourself. Yeah, but I just, I've never seen any of that in Nashville, that kind of like running on porta potties, voting on cow shit kind of redneck bullshit. That blows my mind. There's got to be some stuff in Nashville. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Nashville is like two hours away from Louisville, and we were the like. We were, like, the city in Kentucky, like, yeah. the major yeah. metropolitan city, and there was still, I mean, it was pretty, it was still pretty darn redneck. So, when did you move to Atlanta? I moved after, I mean, I went, so I went to school, college in South Carolina, and then, um, I had, like, took jobs in, um. I was, like, working for event management, so mm-hmm. I was, like, work- I was up in Philadelphia, and then I was in Orlando, and then I moved with a job to Atlanta, and then I was, like, then I started doing comedy, and they and then they were, like, oh, we want you to work at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and move in a week, and I was, like, actually, I quit. I'm going to be a comedian. Oh, wow. <laughs> How long ago uh, was so that? So I started in Atlanta, and I've only, like, I've only lived. Been, like, I've lived there and done comedy. Never yeah. moved for comedy. Yeah. How long ago was that that you were like, mm, I'm going to quit? You know, I, like, pretty much, 
pretty much five years. Yeah, yeah. I started, so I, like, quit, and then I quit the job, and then I was like, well, I'll just nay for six months while I figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then there was no going back. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's like, banning, like, you can work during the day, and then, like, when you clock out, you clock out. Right, absolutely. And yeah. shows at night. Yeah. Um, That's what I like about my job, is it's like, when I'm done at work, I'm done, like, I don't have any paperwork to take home or... Like, emails or any of that. Yeah. Yeah, you can go out. Um, I hate, though, when I tell people that, I'm like, and I'm sure you get a lot of material out of that. I want to be like, but I can't say any of that stuff. No. No. Yeah. Plus, some stuff would need so much explanation, it's like, not really. Like, you wouldn't understand why it's funny. Yeah, exactly. You're like, here's the setup. Uh, it'll be four minutes from now when I tell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm always like, like, I want to write my pilot about a nanny. Yeah. But, I don't know, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. Well, yeah, I never really, like, the only jokes that I ever had about being a nanny was like, that's how I learned that I'm not super hot, was because nobody was ever surprised that I was a nanny. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh, that's so good. You're like, yeah, I was a nanny, but I got too hot, so they had to fire me. Yeah, they were just, no, nobody Uh-oh. was ever like, like, I just would imagine people would do, like, nobody was ever like, oh, you leave her alone overnight with your husband? <laughs> They were just like, oh, did she cook for you? Like, they never, nobody ever gave a fuck. But, like... They're like, do you want to stay overnight with our kids? Everyone. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, she does overnights? Great. Could she stay with Bill on Thursday? Like, no. <laughs> nobody I love cared. her. Yeah. I don't have any kids, but could you take care of my husband overnight? Right. They're just I like, I just need a night away. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, you're like, you're like, is there any dress restrictions? Do you want me to... Do you want me to wear a lot of layers? Are you concerned? Do you have any concerns? Yeah. Oh, no. We went to Florida on a beach trip, and I was like, no, they don't give a fuck if I'm wearing a swimsuit around them and their friends. Nobody cares. <laughs> you just walk up naked. They were, like, yeah. They don't even care. They'd be like, oh, no, could you just maybe put on a sweater? We don't know. Just something. Like, yeah. But, but yeah, I never got, like, a lot of great material out of it. Um, but I feel like people say that a lot with comedy, or, like, people will be like, you can use that in your comedy. It's like, can I? Oh, God. Can oh, I? I love, I love, my favorite is when they, they tell the, tell the, t- they tell you a story about themselves. They'll be like, this is great material for you. And yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like a story about them going to the grocery store. And yeah. And be like. I don't want to in be like, what world? Yes, right. In what <laughs> world would I be standing on a on a stage in front of strangers and being like, "So here's this other story about this stranger." Hot yeah. take. Yes. In what world? Yeah. That would be a great a comedy album where every joke starts with "In what world?" In what, <laughs> in world? what? In what in world? world? JJ, you say it with such. You say it was like like a dagger to my heart. In what world? <laughs> Thank you. I've always felt I give it a good punch. You really do. Yeah. Good God. It's great with the biting <laughs> words. Yeah. What'd you tell me you earlier, that. Mary J, that you or uh, you texted me that somebody sent you like I wish I was with you cuddling and you were like, um, I didn't invite you over. Oh yeah. He was like <laughs> I, he asked me what I was doing, and I was like, yeah, I'm just chilling at my porch. And he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, I join you. And I was like, I didn't fucking invite you. Like, how dare you? In what some, world? Some guy on Bumble. Yeah, you just need to start going, in what world? In what world is Wait. this feasible? So he, so he, like, that's so awkward. You know what? I would do that. When I was interviewing for Nanny, I was just so awkward. I wouldn't know what to say. So when, like, when I was leaving their house, I did this like six minutes. I'd be like, I'd look at the baby, like, I can't wait to play again. And then I remember walking out, like, that family's like, "Bitch, we didn't hire you." <laughs> 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 yeah, 
It is awkward, though, because you're like, maybe I'll see you one day. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I, was, I was not single for long, but, like, I, I thank God, because I'm so awkward, I say that stuff all the time, too. I would be the one saying that stuff. Oh, I'm terrible. At, like, I have such a problem with saying things that, like, are innuendo, and I don't realize it. <laughs> like, you're like turning this guy on he's thinking you're flirting with him and you're just fumbling over your words yeah do you oh, ever mess man. with people Mary J? do I ever mess with people yes yes I love to tro- I'm actually banned on tinder for trolling <laughs> but, are you um, serious yeah. <laughs> she told somebody she was a- <laughs> what? T- tell her what you said Mary J. <laughs> I told him I was a 5 foot 4 red haired christian man because he kept asking me for photos and it was getting on my nerves and so <laughs> you got banned for that that's absolutely hilarious yeah because you they thought that she fake. was like fake yeah what are you fake yes what a baby were you like no this is real humor mofo i know i was like dude i'm hilarious you're annoying how do you not get it <laughs> oh my god that's so good and then sometimes I just Twitter for me. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when people are like annoying on like <laughs> if somebody annoys me on Bumble, oh, I'll troll them. I don't care. Yeah, you really don't. No, I'm no not. Balls. It's just more fun. Like if somebody is like giving you grief, I also feel like it's like I use it when I'm like mad at someone I can't get mad at. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, so I can get mad at someone on Bumble. Yeah. Mm, that's a really good outlet, though. Yeah, I don't mind it. I'll see. Yeah, it seems like a good good move, yeah. Because you're like, this is inconsequential. What's going to happen? You're going to unma- unmatch me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine with me. Do you I'm do not it to people that you think are hot? I only do it if somebody is rude to me. Like, okay. if somebody's not mean to me, I'm not mean to them. I might give them, like, a little shit, but I try to make it obvious. But, like, if somebody is annoying or mean, forget about it. They're yeah. done. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. They're done. They're done. You're going to sink your teeth in. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just going to be really, like, Annoying. Like one time, one guy was like, "This one guy got really mad, and he was like, oh my god.' He was like, 'Why are you such a sarcastic little bitch?'" And I was like, "Showtime." Wait, this is when I need you to record this on your. Like, you know, people can record their screen. <laughs> Please, this is this is the kind of content oh, right, I need. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my god, I would watch this all day. So, what did you say? Oh, I don't remember. I just fucked with him. And then one, like, one dude, I just went on, he said that women were boring. And I, like, went on some long rants about, I was like, men are fucking boring. Like, don't you dare. And I was like, I will not hear it. I was like, men will sit there and say, like, LOL or, like, one word response and then be like, why don't women talk enough? It's like, don't act like I'm not invested in the conversation. Right. Yes. I 100% agree. Like, I feel so, like any interest, uh, any interesting woman is always carrying the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This one guy sent me this thing the other day. He was like, I see you do stand-up. It was on my Instagram. It's all there. And he was like, I like to think I'm pretty funny. I bet I could help you write material. And it's like, oh. how fucking dare you? Like. That. Yeah. That is the biggest turnoff. Oh yeah. my god, it's yeah. It's like saying, like, oh, this really, really hard thing you do, I think I, I think nothing of it, and I could probably do it. I could probably yeah, casually do too. it with ease. Like, do you go up to a doctor and you're like, you're a doctor, I can probably help you in surgery. Yeah. 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 I, watched a, I watched ER. I watched ER a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I do mean that by saying that we are as important as doctors. If not more. Yes. It's not more. Laughter That's is right. the best medicine. So, doctors, yeah. Ipso facto, doctors we are, are medical practicians. Dying, but 
but comedians are for if you're trying to enjoy life while you're living. So. Yeah, what do you say when you're laughing so hard you can't breathe? You say, I'm dying, okay? You That's say, what yeah, we dying. do. It's and waffle time. That's what we do, okay? What do you say? It's waffle time? It's waffle time, R-O-F-L. <laughs> oh, it's waffle time. <laughs> no, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start saying it's waffle time every time somebody laughs. It's so waffle hard. time, guys. I wish it was waffle time. It's waffle time. God, it's never gonna be waffle time ever again. No. Damn it. It I won't say that. I'm sorry. It won't. These, it won't. These, these Zoom shows will not be. We are not. No, Zoom is not Zoom cutting shows. it for for comedy. <laughs> no, not at all. Mm. Well, you know, we'll get we'll we'll one day return to the stage, um, but until then, you know, we got podcasting. <laughs> yes. God bless. God bless. Holly, can I plug you on mine? Oh yes, yes. Well, well your episode hasn't come out yet, but it, it I no. think it might be one of my absolute favorites. Thank you so much. It was so I fun. I still like to to my friends. I still play your voicemail <laughs> today. <laughs> Yeah, it was very fun to do. Um, I said it when I brought her on, but Catherine has a great podcast about cheating, and um, I have a fun story about uh, getting... I think I've maybe mentioned it on this podcast before, too, but Mary J also has fun facts about cheating. Um, Mary J, will you please call in? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, they, like, it, it like, when I sometimes I'll just go through and listen to people's voicemails, and they'll be, like, the sweetest people and they'll be like so um hi i uh i I was dating this guy and you know we were really into each other so we moved all the way to florida together and then um i found out he had five children and a wife and i'll just like casually mention it like in this sweet little voice (laughs) (laughs) that was not me i was like what's up uh so (laughs) holly was like Holly was like, uh, caught him posting pictures of buttholes on his Instagram, and it's like, whole butthole, like, it was like that pink little starfish butthole. <laughs> yeah, a full butthole. Which, by the way, butthole is my favorite word. Butthole, butthole. I know, it's so much funnier. Well, I learned from doing it on stage, like, talking about it on stage, that if I say asshole, people don't care, but if I say butthole, they die. Like, yeah. Butthole. Yeah. Yeah. It has such a butthole. Yeah. You don't have to pronounce the L. No, her ends high your butthole. Um, her butthole. Yeah, yeah. Her butthole. Do you have any other mistakes or whoops or anything that you'd like to share with us before we sign off? Um, no, other than that, I'm actually perfect. Yes. I'm happy to report. I know that. I'm sorry to report. We knew that about you. Um, we do. <laughs> where can people find you if they want to follow you? You can follow me, um, you know, on the gram. It's kdiz 9 kib what is it k-i-b no it's k-b-i-z-z oh my god you're so right that's actually my third mistake i've ever made wow uh, k-b-i-z-z nine yeah you're right and then i have a podcast i hope it's on it's called cheaties it's about cheating um so check that out yeah whenever you're, y'all are not listening to whoops okay yeah binge whoops and then binge cheaties is very fun exactly um and when the world returns to normal, you can find Catherine performing just about everywhere, all over, all over Atlanta, and all over everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. she's so, so incredibly funny. Catch me in 2023, yes. baby. <laughs> she's going to make that comeback. Yeah, yes. Um, Mary J, where can people find you? At Mary J Burger on all platforms. And I'm Holly Perk on Twitter and at Perkalurk on Instagram. And you can find us at Whoops Pod on Twitter, at Whoops Podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Stay home. Bye, guys.